This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephyr, only on 101.9 High FM. Mark Waxberger is the MD of the Capital Hotels and Apartments, which provide upmarket luxury apartments and hotel rooms in Rosebank, Santon, Cape Town and Umschlange. He was recently featured in an article in the IOL newspapers talking about the incredible business opportunities South Africa offers. He joins me in a moment to tell me more. If you have any questions or comments for my guests, you are welcome to tweet me at HiFM or SMS me on 34519. In an interview with Philippa Larkin from IOL Newspapers, entrepreneur Mark Waxberger noted that the toughest times represent the best opportunities. According to the interview, he commented that he was in South Africa for the long run, as the opportunities are incredible. He joins me now to tell me more. Mark, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Mark, it was so wonderful to read a positive, upbeat article about South Africa. And perhaps my first question to you is, you're in the upmarket world of luxury apartments. You're in Sanson, Schlange, Cape Town. To what extent are we living in two countries at the same time and what are the opportunities for all i i definitely think uh yeah we 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 live in a bubble i definitely think we live in a bubble and we have decided to service uh, both a part of that bubble but also an international market and um and an african market to a large extent coming into south africa um but there's opportunities in uh, different, uh, we're in the hotel industry as you know, but uh, there's opportunities in different hotel products uh, for different markets as well. So, I mean, if you think about uh, four star, five star hotel segment that we're in, uh, that doesn't mean there's not uh, opportunities for totally different people, call it outside of the bubble. Uh, for a different hotel product as well. Before we go into the hotel industry and more about what you do, I think for me the dichotomy is you go into Santon, you go into Santon and it's flourishing. Sky rises are developing. It's absolutely building. And to what extent is this maintainable in our current economy? So you've got to remember when it comes to construction and property, the decision to build is made long before the building uh, comes up. So I'm saying in about 2015, before Nenegate happened, that's when the decisions were made on all the buildings that now look like they're coming up and flourishing. And unfortunately, uh, it's now that we're sitting in an oversupply situation uh, with all of those buildings. I'm saying commercial buildings are uh, heavily, heavily oversupplied. There's a there's just too many offices in Santon. It's because everyone made the decision at the same time, wow, there's an incredible opportunity, let's start building. And that's the way property works. Property works in oversupply and then undersupply cycles. Uh, but uh, for the right person with the right um, uh, checkbook, let's just say, and the right long-term vision, actually now is another opportunity to essentially buy cheap because there is so much oversupply. So we're going to follow, uh, carry on on the conversation. Craig is indicating we have to take our break now. This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephyr, only on 101.9 High FM. 
And I'm talking to Mark Waxberger, who's the MD of the Capital Hotel and Apartments. And just before the break, um, Mark, we were talking about kind of the dichotomies in South Africa, all the building that's taking place in, in Sant and particularly Rosebank as well, and the state of our economy. You see this as an opportunity and you suggesting people take, a, take advantage of it. Absolutely. But like I say, you have to be able to... Uh, firstly, I say you need to have a vision. You need to have a vision for what the future in South Africa holds, and you need to see uh, an oversupply and an undersupply of property in cyclical terms. And uh, what generally happens is if you look back in history, uh, property goes in oversupply and undersupply um, uh, cycles because of what I explained earlier. Everyone builds at the same time. Uh, when times are good, and then, of course, there's an oversupply. And that's where we're at at the moment. But looking back in time, uh, it does always correct. And everyone looks back and says, wow, I was so silly not to have uh, bought uh, at, at, at that point in time. Uh, I believe uh, property works in seven years cycles. Maybe it's uh, something to do with Schmitter, I don't know. But uh, what 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 happens is, Probably within about two years from now, you'll really see rock bottom in my view. Uh, I don't think that's happened today. I think it can still get much worse before it gets better. But again, that doesn't necessarily mean that you start the process of getting back into the property market in two years' time. You might have to start getting uh, into it now and starting to sniff and find the opportunities uh, for being able to execute in two years' time. But uh, the problem that a lot of people have is they don't actually necessarily have um, uh, dry powder balance sheet the ability to um, pay for property uh, at the uh, bottom of the cycle because you know it's the same time that there's no income it's the same time that times are tough so uh, one also needs to set themselves up and maybe look at selling assets at the top of the cycle when times have never been better and you say wow this is the wrong time to sell Generally, it's the right time to sell. So you talk about a vision. You had a vision. You turned property in Santa into luxury apartments. You realized that the need was not necessarily a hotel per se, but long-term accommodation for people coming into South Africa. And I'm thinking you hinted at other Africans from other African countries. Yeah, so we've been in uh, the leaders in apartment hotels in South Africa, service departments. We've been going for 10 years, and the roots and the foundation of that was uh, leasing uh, apartments and then subletting them uh, to compete with the hotel sector. And what we know has happened today is that's essentially become Airbnb platforms. Right. But when it was started 10 years ago, uh, there was no such thing as Airbnb platforms. Um, so... So when Airbnb started becoming really prevalent, we actually pivoted away from that model into uh, much more of general uh, hotel rooms, uh, mostly for business travelers, as well as conference centers. And so today we have a mix of products, hotel, apartment, and conference. And uh, we feel that it's important to offer something for multiple markets because that's what really uh, creates a, a very successful recipe. And it's been really well received by our international corporates who are traveling into South Africa. Uh, but yes, it has also been really well received by the African market. If you look at Africa, Africa, uh, when, when Africans come to South Africa, they don't look at it the way we're looking at it today and saying, well, things are tough out there. They're looking at it and saying, well, South Africa is amazing. You know, because I've done some traveling into 
southern and eastern and to some extent western africa and uh, we're we're brilliant uh, relative to what's going on there again you're in the upmarket world is the assumption that those with money will continue to travel irrespective of what the climate is because business will go on uh, business will um, yes uh, th- that's that's exactly what i'm saying i'm saying business will uh, prevail you'll find that um, uh, will we will in all likelihood look back at this and say it was just another cycle because if you think back in 2008 the global financial crisis and you say you know people thought at that point in time things would never come right if you almost transport yourself back in time 10 years ago uh, even if you were sitting in New York uh, as an average American and you said, well, uh, this is the end, you know, and it does, it's n- it never is the end because slowly but surely uh, sentiment does rebuild. Uh, it takes, m- in my estimation, about two or three years from that event. That event in 2008 was the event. Two or three years after that, You'll find just when you think it's never going to get better that that probably is the time it's starting to get better. Mark, you suggested that we still have a little bit further to go before we hit rock bottom. So say two years. What can we expect in two years and how will we know that we will come out of it and how long will it take to get out? So uh, there's there's two from from our side. There's two economic uh, problems that uh, that means I'm not going to be fully, fully behind this view, and I'm not going to be taking crazy bets without thinking about what is the downside if these two possibilities come out. Uh, uh, big problem number one is ESCOM with $500 billion of debt. Uh, I don't know how we're going to get out of that, and I certainly hope uh, Cyril Ramaphosa does know because I think he's doing a great job and uh, in all respects, and I think he's solving so many things in South Africa, uh, but this is a going to be a tough one for for him to handle and i think problem number two is i think the world uh, could catch a cold so i think we're seeing a very strong world out there or particularly in america and with the trade wars starting we might find that that uh, causes us to go even worse before we get better i mean we think we think we're bad now it could still get worse before it truly is rock bottom and it starts getting better. But inevitably, I think demand and supply dynamics means it will get better. Yeah, and unfortunately, I can't believe it. Like Our time is up. But um, it, it was refreshing. It is refreshing to read about young South Africans contributing to South Africa and seeing possibilities in our economy at the moment. And, and I guess your message is to, for, for those who are committed to this country to stay here and make the difference. I do, but I also uh, have to uh, throw caution in the wind and say, at the same time, don't be crazy. Maybe look to hedge your bets because uh, watching the downside first is always crucial and the upside second. So don't overcapitalize. Don't put all your eggs into one vision and one basket. Uh, even though I think that is the vision that's going to come true. Mark, perhaps we can chat again a little bit more and a little bit longer about the property market. Looking forward to it. Thank you very much. That was Mark Waxberger, the MD of the Capital Hotels and Apartments.